Hola, soy Miguel Maltos González, coming back to you on Firme, Cuentos y Arte Podcast, from Spokane, Washington. Mm-hmm. That's right, people. That's right, gente. That's right, raza. Yeah, there has been talk about a few communities in the Spokane area about putting together a multicultural center which is exciting. However, the thing is, knowing the history of these organizations, they're not so much focused on arts and culture like I am. So I don't know what their mission statement actually is. I don't know what it is they're actually doing. And my goal is to concentrate on art, is to concentrate on cultura so we're talking about the visual arts the audible being music performing arts also music theater it's all encompassing there performing arts singing yeah Uh, we also have literary and spoken word because there's a difference between the spoken word and the written word. There's a difference now. Oh, we'll get into that in the next episode or so. <laughs> and then we also have, of course, culinary. And we have textile. So my work is concentrated on those key factors of what makes a culture. I'm not creating a space to have an information area for immigrants. I am not creating a space for uh, women's reproductive health to be evaluated and assisted with. I'm not creating a space to assist with uh, mental health issues. I'm not creating a space for immigrant communities to receive any kind of services. That's not my concentration. No, I support that. I love that. And I will contribute to the development of that because that is needed in Spokane. I mean, we we need to have that kind of space. However, that's not my concentration. I'm an artist. My concentration is other artists and their work and how it's tied to who we are as a people. That's what I'm working on. I'm here to help these creatives and the community be able to develop itself and promote itself and celebrate and express itself in a space that's free of anything negative any darkness coming back to them no this is their space for them to use as they wish if they wish to practice uh, any I guess you could say even religion because religion's a big part of culture they, they can practice that there because that's their safe space 
if somebody were to have an art exhibit on anti-racism, on immigrant rights, on women's reproductive health rights, then you know what? That's their place to be empowered. That's that's what I'm creating. I'm creating this space. Yeah, I'm, I'm not a, a group of offices to provide services and make phone calls and send faxes and emails. No, I'm not. I'm not a business center. No, what it sounds like they're working on is a community resource center. I'm not a community resource. Well, I am, but I'm not. <laughs> I guess you could say that. You know, my my intention, my focus is solely on the the preservation of culture. That's that's my that's my lane. That's where I'm at. I'm not going to pretend to be something I'm not and I'm not going to pretend to be you know something that that I can't be. You know, like I said I can I can support it. I can help. But I I can't really that's that's not my goal. Not my personal goal. That's not what I know. That's not what I work on. Yeah, I, I, I. That's not. That's not me, man. Yeah. And like I said, I do support it. I do see the importance. I do see how relevant it is to our community. And those are important things that need to be need to be put together. They need to be organized. And that's just it. Organization. That's another concern I have because arts and culture often gets pushed to the side. Arts and culture as seen as less. Arts and culture, in many cases, never truly was funded. So it's not like it can be defunded, as people are saying these days, which is a misnomer, by the way. Yeah. So when it comes to arts and culture, it's not something that is often thought of and seen as an important part of a community. I see it because I live it every day. <laughs> I see it because that is what I see. That's where my eyes are focused. That's where my ears are tuned. That's where my heart beats in our art, in our culture, and the way we express and create every day. Yeah. Just about everything we do is part of our culture. Yeah, even the Pacific Northwest has a culture of its own. Yeah. Yeah, you leave the space. Say you go to San Anto, okay? Let's just say you go there. And you bring your pink and purple hair, your tattooed bodies, multiple piercings, the one on the little nose, and you bring all that to San Anto, and chances are you'll be mocked. Yeah. And it's not because they're conservative. It has nothing to do with politics. No. But you you would probably be mocked. Or, if not that, then you're going to be looked down upon. Because culturally, socially, in that area, San Anto, 
when you have that many tattoos on your body and piercings, in their mind, they associate that with somebody that's been in prison. Yeah. So they're going to think that this white person got out of prison. <laughs> that's really what's going to go on in the minds of people from San Antonio. And people have asked me, you know, well, you know, with as creative as you are and being an artist, why don't you have tattoos? Why don't you? When I first came up here, people would ask me that. And I would say, well, because you got to understand where I come from. Culturally, socially, in San Antonio, we don't just get tattoos. We don't. Of course, nowadays, that culture is changing. You know, like my, my kids, they're in their early mid-20s. And, you know, my oldest, she has about three or four tattoos. But, when she came home from D.C., she was afraid to show them. She hid them from her grandparents because she knows what they're going to say. Yeah, she hid them. Mm -hmm. For me, she didn't hide them. Her mother, she didn't hide them. I mean, her mom's got a tattoo. And it's, you know, it, it's one of those things that in my generation that we we would probably do that, but not many people in San Antonio have tattoos. It's not the social norm. Here in the Pacific Northwest, it's kind of hard to meet somebody that doesn't have some kind of ink in their skin somewhere, somehow, you know, it's a very common thing to have that here. It's also a very common thing for men to grow beards here. Oh yeah, that's a very common thing in San Anto. You don't really see bearded men very much. Again, nowadays the culture is changing, so that's becoming more of a trend. No, that's that's the younger twenty-something crowd right now. You can see them with a beard, tattoos. It's just, it's becoming their norm now for that generation, and you know it's just just interesting how where no matter where you go in the country, there are unique cultures, little subcultures, little microcultures, little macrocultures within its own community and that's what I, I look at that's what I study that's what I see yeah that is my metal mole right there yeah so for me to invest my time my effort my money and all my hard work into a space for immigrants to go to get a phone number to make a phone call to a lawyer. I mean, I, like I said, I support that. But that's not what I do. That is not who I am. That is not what I know. I can't provide the service they deserve. Because that's not my metal mole. No. That's what it is. That's for the other part of this community. That's their lane to work in. You know, that's 
for these other organizations to put together, but the fact that they're calling it a multicultural center is, I don't know about that word usage, it just doesn't seem like a multicultural center. It seems like a community resource center. Yeah. I'm going to have to continue to work on, on putting my space together. I'm still trying to find a good location. Yeah. And, and even that's another thing, too, is the venue that they're looking for versus the venue that I need. I need something with a different kind of capacity. I don't need to build offices. I need to build artist studios. I need a stage. I need to have open walls to work on. Yeah, I need to have parking. Yeah, there's, there's a bit that I, I need to work with. And, you know, they need office space. They need copiers. <laughs> they need they need a ability to fax multiple phone lines. Yeah, they need Wi-Fi. Land. <laughs> I, I can get by without all that stuff. I need walls and I need good lighting. That's it. Simple. Simple. So yeah, that's, that's what we're working on here. That's what's happening. I'm still moving forward on, on my goals here. And, yeah, just going to have to move forward. And this is where, again, I'm going to have to do it by myself. That's just what it's going to be. I accepted that a long time ago. And I'm not going to wait for anybody. No, I'm, I'm tired of trying to collaborate with people that aren't on the same path as I am that I'm going to move forward because I don't know if I'm going to be here tomorrow. Yeah, I don't know when I'm going to stop being here. And so the only time to work is now. If you want to have something done, you need to get up and do it. That's kind of what I live by. I'm not going to wait for somebody to lay the groundwork for me and then come in and take the credit. No, not going to deal with any of that. Don't have time for it. I'm just going to get it done. So, anyhow, that's a brief episode of what's happening in Spokane for our community of color. There's a lot of neat things going on with this community resource center. <laughs> air quotes, community resource center coming in. Um, that's going to be awesome. That's going to be amazing, in fact. You know, Spokane already kind of has that, though. They have an organization that focuses on uh, women's health, immigrant health. They have an organization that already works on uh, immigration rights governmental policy. They have an organization that concentrates on business development. Yeah, business development and education scholarships. They have that organization and they already exist in their own separate places. Yeah, they, 
they're already established. So, I mean, they, they do great things. They've been doing great things. Some of these organizations are just a few years old, and others are, you know, several, gosh, 25 years old. I think the newest one is maybe about two or three years old. So, I mean, they already exist. They're already there. They just need a space. But what I feel that they should do is create their own individual you know, spaces or create one, like I said, resource center. One one place already has a facility. Um, in fact, two of them do. <laughs> now that I think about it, two of them do. One has an office which they could stand to ter- totally get an upgrade and have a bigger um, a bigger office area and and have a conference and meeting and area, that would be good for them, but the one that provides the health care, they already have, uh, they already have a facility, but it'd be nice if they had their own, I mean, that would be cool, I don't know, and then you've got uh, the third, the, the governmental and immigration, um, they, they can get their own office, Again, unless they want to put all their offices in one building, but it'd be three organizations, each with its own mission statement, in one building. And not that I don't want to be a part of that, but with the work that I'm doing, I don't know that it truly aligns with them. I, I don't see it yet. And this is where I need to, to think more on it. This is where I need to, to talk more and learn more about it that I don't know if what I'm working on aligns with their mission. It may, it may not. Don't know. I've created art galleries before in the past, created a community darkroom, created a gallery dedicated to photography, created a, a space where document artwork and we had a, a really awesome space in this arts complex that's where we were that's where I ended up in an arts complex this Chicano art community it was great oh I miss it <laughs> I really miss it and it was great because we had a kitchen we had a stage we had individual studios for people to rent and work from and it was just a great space it was awesome but I moved and of course not just that but also the fella that that owned it it was something I mean he he retired old Bato had to had to retire and that's good for him sad day for Gaista but it's a great day for him and his wife his family where he needed to be in his life and he is enjoying right now he's painting and he's working on his own things and he's having a good time and that's that is exactly what it's all about he's earned it that's for sure but man he gave us some good times <laughs> oh yeah and that's what I'm looking to create artist community some good times some good memories some cultura some music some food Oh, man, it's going to be great. 
that's 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 my middle middle man that's where I'm working on right there that's that's what I'm working on space to celebrate and express so in all this I say to you to to look around and see what's happening here in Spokane there's there's a lot of things going on for our head day for that and um, yeah keep your eyes open keep your ears open see what's happening see how many other cultures are going to be a part of this multicultural center that they're making because so far it's all hinted I don't see anybody else involved I don't know that the black community is involved or Asian Pacific Islander Indian community. I, I don't know. I don't know that they're involved. I haven't heard anything yet. But, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what's happening. Otherwise, you know, just keep on doing what you're doing, people. Keep on listening. Keep on sharing and supporting what I'm doing here at Feed of Me. I appreciate the, the messages. I appreciate conversations we've had I appreciate the donations, the financial support, that's been nice I wasn't expecting that, I'll be honest that was not my my intention or my goal with this podcast to make money but um, but no I I appreciate that financial support uh, to keep me going and to keep putting money into what we're doing here that yeah Website that I have the, the podcast listed on. It's on miguelgonzalez.com. And uh, also have it on ltnxartis.com. So it's on both of those websites. As well on, uh, on the Facebook, the Insta. Find them at arroba ltnxartist.com. So, yeah, that's what's happening. That's what's going on. That's what we're doing. And, uh, yeah, we'll just keep on trucking, seeing what this community center is going to look like. See how my statement aligns with them. But, uh, But, yeah. So, again, thank you for joining me. Thanks for being a part of this journey. It's been awesome. And I am going to go forth and do some awesome things today. And keep on that good path. I've got to. I need to. If I want to reach my goals, I've got to stay focused on the, on the prize there. I'm an arts and culture space. I've got to stay focused. And folks like you, you're helping me stay focused. So thank you for everything you're doing. Believe it or not, you're inspiring me to keep doing what I'm doing. Yeah. Bueno.